Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation with JT After Hours. You know, the conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, and today we are talking with Chef Tony Matassa from the uh, Barbecue Guys down in Louisiana. Um, you know, we talk at times, Tony, about different styles, especially Southern styles of barbecue. I mean, if, you know, we've had Robert Moss on the show many times. Uh, we had Ed Riley on the show not long ago talking about different styles in in um like in Georgia, different people like that. Um, what do you think is the biggest difference in styles, like say between Louisiana and maybe Georgia and Louisiana, you know, you're right there next to Texas and God help you if, if, you know, you try to compare Texas barbecue to anything, but I'm, I'm just asking yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Get your opinion out there. So what do you think is the biggest difference besides sauces? Um, yeah, I mean, other than sauce, I don't know. I mean, it seems like in Georgia they probably do more um, true low and slow type stuff than is common. In, for, for some reason in Louisiana, it is not, you know, people barbecue here, but it's just kind of probably past five to ten years catching on for the, the, the true low and slow, your briskets and your, your pulled pork butts and stuff. That was all kind of competition people or, or restaurants doing. Sure, that. you know, you didn't have a lot of regular guys that you knew doing that until more recently, at least in Louisiana. But it does seem like in Georgia, in the Georgia area, uh, it seems like they've been doing smokehouse type stuff and what and that kind of thing a lot longer than we have. Huh. Whether that's true or not, I'm not sure. But it just it, it sure seems like there's more of it there than we have in Louisiana. Yeah, and you know, I've in in talking to these folks. I'm still trying to figure out uh, what style Florida is. And I say that kind of in humor in some part of it, but in, in reality in other parts, because, you know, Ray Lamp, he's been on the show here a number of times and he's mm -hmm. in Ray's been living down there for 25 years or whatever it is. And there, we've had mm -hmm. some other guests from Florida. Florida seems to be a homogenous type of, of barbecue yeah. you've got some low and slow you've got some real smokers going on there and then you've got some mm -hmm. folks that have you know little barbecue restaurants and shops and stuff and and they're yeah. they're doing it much faster so when if you figure that out you let me know okay um yeah. but i think i don't think it's just barbecue in florida i think that that's the cult the food culture in florida is that way with every type of food in florida yeah I just think, I, it, it just seems that in, you know, you have to wonder if it is um, due to how much tourism they have in and out of there Could and, be. Could and be. stuff like that. I, I don't know exactly where, it, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's hard to pinpoint Florida's food concept, like, like how 
their stuff is right as a, as a whole you know i mean it's just it's harder than the old down florida than most other places well we've got a new new affiliate in orlando so if anybody listening Ooh. to this show in orlando uh and i'm not being smart alec or sarcastic but you can send me some tips on some thoughts on florida's barbecue um you know originations and stuff i would be most welcome i'll put it that way I mean, yeah, so no doubt. No so doubt. okay tony this is we we kind of took this part of the show out uh a year or so ago but i've decided i'm going to bring mm-hmm. bring it back especially in the after hours cool it's called the lightning round and I it's like a, it's, a, it's <laughs> a bunch of abstract questions that i've come All up right. with and uh so i'll do my best i know you will okay <laughs> Okay, um, this kind of goes back historically for you. What was the worst thing about owning your own restaurant? Oh, my gosh. Um, never sleeping. Yeah, that's <laughs> never true. Never sleeping. I used to sleep about two to three hours a night, every single night, seven days a week. It never ends, does it? It never, ever, ever ends. Yeah. Uh, do you remember what the, the greatest f- show on earth it starts over every day? Yeah, yeah. You just need PT Barnum out there in the front hawking the <laughs> hawking the ribs or something. Um, do you remember what the first thing was you ever grilled or smoked? Mm, a turkey for Thanksgiving, which was a really I try to talk people out of doing. I try to help people around that kind of stuff nowadays. Like, look, uh, if it's your first time doing such and such, <laughs> do not do it to entertain all of the people you just invited to your house. Sure, you are sure you know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go to Safeway and buy the pre-made dinner. Um, deliver it. Something, yeah. You know, like that. I made those mistakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, if we put your your barbecue and grilling skills to music, what would the music be? Hopefully Mozart. There you go. There you go. What's the What's the dumbest thing you've ever seen done with a grill? Honestly, and this is a very true statement, and it's a safety concern, and it it freaks me out because it happens all of the time, is that people build barbecue islands without vents in the walls, and if you have a propane leak, you now have a very large bomb, Mm -hmm. basically. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's, It's code. You were supposed to have them, but... More often than not, I bet you. I bet more often you find islands without ventilation than islands with ventilation. Right. And right. it's just a little louvered vent, a couple of them that you put in certain areas of the island. That's you know that's it, no big deal. And just put it on the wall, and nobody even usually knows they're there. But most people don't know about doing that. Right. And if you look at some of the better grills. I don't know if it's for all grills because I don't look at all of them, but if it's a gas grill, mm-hmm. I know like on, I have a Weber uh, mm-hmm. Genesis and it's got uh, vented uh, on the little, the little stand, right. yeah, you know, and under there, because yeah, sure. that's where the tank sits, it's underneath it. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, what's the worst place you ever had to cook? In um, Ohio and only because it was like, negative 12 degrees and i actually got frostbite on a couple of my toes oh my goodness took probably two years to get over um i enjoyed the i enjoyed what we did but it was the worst cooking experience i've ever had in my life physically that i've ever had so i guess that um this next question that follows up have you ever had to cook 
in a thunderstorm or snowstorm in your underwear, I guess oh, that, that's no big deal. That's yeah. no big deal. That happens all the time. <laughs> that don't even that doesn't even bother me. As long as the cooking appliance that I'm using can handle rain, I cooked this. I cooked uh, three nights ago in the rain, basically. So, sure. Yeah, that that isn't that's no big deal. As long as the cooking appliance can handle it. What, um, Tony? What barbecue skill do you think took you the longest to master? Uh, believe it or not, and it's one of the things I'm that I do all of the time. Now, you know, probably always have, but I have ADHD and I'm very impatient. And probably the the skill that was the hardest was allowing my steak to to cook long enough. The the when you know when you should check your steak and or flip your steak and take it off. That was something as a as a kid. And, you know, and as a young chef, those were being at the grill on a busy night was hard for me in the very beginning because sure. I just, I'm just too, uh, I'm just too impatient. I would check it too often and then, uh, you know, forget, check something else instead of something that needs to be pulled and vice versa. It just, you know, on and on. But basically once you mess a couple of them up, you end up chasing them all night long, you know, you're chasing whatever all night long right. just to try to even entertain. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, that's the skill that that was the hardest for me to develop due to my personality type. Um, and you just have to get it to where, uh, it's the same thing. Like I tell people when you try to put a pizza in a pizza oven off of a pizza peel, show no mercy, right? You have to go in there knowing for a fact, 100% that you can do it and everything's going to be fine. And if you do, it will, if you hesitate at all, it will be stuck to the pizza peel and your pizza <laughs> will be no more. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> how long did it take you to learn, metaphorically speaking, not to peek under the lid? And you just answered part of that, but yeah, sure. you know, I think that's the biggest skill that some people take mm -hmm. a long time to learn. It, it is because, and I think it has to do with, um, for the same reason probably is it's not even really the learning process of it. It is, if it's your personality type is like mine you literally have to retrain and re you know new habits to be able to do it. It's not about timing or anything else. It's not that it is the, the impatience and just the personality type, you know, you have to have a whole nother set of, I mean, because everything else I do is still in the same fashion. I always did it in, but when I'm growing steaks, I, I hum in my head almost, I mean, it's almost like, la la la, no big deal. It did, and but back in the day, it wasn't like that. I mean, when the steak went on the grill, every second it was sort of a "Are we there yet? Are we there yet?" <laughs> <laughs> like the proverbial kid and the middle kid in the back seat. You uh -huh. know, you're stuck there. What is the yeah. um, what is the best day for Chef Tony contained for activities? Hmm. Oh. Probably, I think I probably have had the most fun in the past 10 to 15 years um, at events with tons of people, you know, just seeing lots of people, talking sure. to people, helping people. It just, that to me is what the whole food industry is about, just because of how I was raised in it. And I don't always get to do that nowadays since I'm no longer, you know, technically at a restaurant. So that kind of provides me that front of the house experience that where you get to mingle with people and, you know, really hear what they think about things to, to help you make positive changes um, and see what they do and don't like. And just, you know, those kind of things. It's, it's a growth thing. 
I guess you would say, when you get to mingle with tons of people. Oh, yeah. Uh, if I declared you supreme ruler of barbecue for a week, <laughs> what would you decree? Um, the outlawing of MSG in food. <laughs> yeah. I understand that completely. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. It's a dehydrate. I don't have, I don't have an allergy to it or anything, so it doesn't hurt me. It just dehydrates me. Yeah. Well, it's too overpowering. It's like, it's not that it's a bad thing. It's that because they refine it out of where it comes, the natural version of it, it's just so overpowering to everything almost. That is true. That is true. As you know, and, and not that this has only to do with barbecue, but if you eat at like a lot of Chinese restaurants, old style mm-hmm. Chinese restaurants will mm-hmm. use a lot of MSG. And so yeah. uh, you can ask them though, to prepare it without it. Uh, I had an aunt who was allergic to it. So we always had to mm-hmm. be kind of careful with her. Yeah. Hey, um, if you could work with one of your barbecue heroes, Tony, who would it be? Hmm. Oh man, that's a tough one. Probably uh, Stephen Reichlin. Stephen's a lot of fun, actually. I've I've seen him a couple times here and there from you know ten feet away, but he I've never actually hung out with him. I'm I'm assuming he's probably a pretty good time. Yeah, he is a good time. Um. Well, he and went if it to barbecue, then I would say Emerald Lagasse. Yeah, Emerald would be a hoot. I think. Um, I hear that from you know I've heard that from people that he yeah he's a really good time. Good. Well, he's one on my bucket list to get on the show. So um, that'd be awesome. Problem with Emerald is trying to find thirty minutes that he's not doing yeah. some. Um, which <laughs> boxers or briefs? Uh, briefs. Okay. Um, favorite fa- <laughs> fa- favorite musical group. Oh, favorite musical group. I don't know that I have one, to be honest with you. That's all right. Favorite movie? Favorite movie. Probably don't have one of the... I, I don't watch hardly any television or um, or movies or shit, uh, like nothing. Yeah. I just, I never had time growing up, and so I, I just have never really... I just don't have a habit of it. Got it. Ford or Chevy? Hmm, Ford. Okay. One last question. Worst concert you ever attended? Worst concert I ever attended. Um, hmm. I, I, it's been 20 years. And so I can't, re- I don't, I haven't been to a concert in I'll bet 15 to 20 years. Well, I, I understand. I'm, I'm, un- I'm uneventful for you at, at, at those types of questions. <laughs> That's okay. I'm, I'm not stuck too often, but uh, anything that has to do with me being entertained instead of working is, I usually don't have a lot of good answers for that. Right. No, I get it. I get it. Um, <laughs> when you do the type of work that we do, it we're usually the entertain or not the entertainee. So, yep. you, you know, yep. like that. Uh, Chef Tony Matassa from the Barbecue Guys uh, down there in Louisiana. We appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun and you will be invited back. I promise. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. No, no worries. We'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours um, here on all the different platforms uh, all over. 
God, I don't know how many anymore. They just keep making more and we keep finding them. So that's it. But for everybody here at Barbecue Nation, I thank you for listening. We Again, Chef Tony Matassa, find the barbecue guys uh, on the website. Check out their website. They've got all kinds of stuff and they ship. How about that? So everybody have a good week. Take care of yourself. And uh, Tony, happy birthday next week, buddy. Thank you. And uh, happy birthday to you tomorrow, sir. I appreciate that. Take care, everybody.